Welcome to the How to Buy or Sell a Business Successfully podcast. The concepts discussed in this podcast are for informational purposes only. No attorney-client relationship is intended or formed by this podcast. No legal advice is intended in the substance of this podcast. Feel free to check out our website, www.goformandlaw.com. Enjoy the show and welcome your hosts, Jake Wayman and Sam Foreman. Welcome back to the Buy or Sell Successfully podcast. Uh, we want to help you buy or sell a business successfully. Um, this is initial. This is part of an initial series of about 12 episodes where we'll walk through how the process works, how to build your team, how to, to budget for your deal, you know, how long does your deal take, key deal terms and concepts, and a handful of other topics um, to really help uh, you prepare to be successful in your deal process. Um, throughout, we're going to talk about a lot of general concepts that will apply to all kinds of deals, and then also some that are going to be more relevant to Main Street sized deals, and some that are that are more uh, relevant to mid market sized deals. Today, we're going to talk about how the deal process works, try to provide a good overview of that, and focus in on three things specifically: preparing for the deal, doing the deal, and finishing the deal. Uh, and with that, Jacob, why don't you introduce yourself? Yeah, my name's Jake Wayman. Uh, my wife and I are the proud owners of the Orange Theory Fitness Studios here in town. Um, I've had the opportunity to buy a few businesses over my time and also spend a lot of time with entrepreneurs who've gone through this process. Um, and then outside of that, um, I'm also an employee benefits consultant for uh, Hub International, where I help um, organizations find the best deal on their health insurance. Awesome. Yeah, Jacob's a great community advocate, wonderful connector and, and a great friend. Um, my name is Sam Foreman. Uh, I'm a business lawyer uh, here in Wichita, Kansas. Uh, I'm husband to uh, my wife, Meg. We've been married for almost 10 years. I'm the father of two incredible boys who have limitless energy and creativity when it comes to identifying nerves I didn't know I had. Um, I'm an entrepreneur in the legal field, an avid sports fan, uh, and currently on a health journey to uh, recover from the substantial hole that I've dug myself into uh, from starting a business right before COVID. I got a solution um, for that. You buy a business that's in the fitness industry during COVID. Oh man, that sounds like an extraordinary amount of wisdom that I missed out on. Uh, I have, um, uh, purple exercise. It's a new concept coming into town. Okay. So. <laughs> um, uh, at Foreman law, our mission is to create an amazing uh, experience with the law for both, uh, clients as well as attorneys. Uh, we want to create margin for what matters, make the complex simple, we want to constantly be learning uh, new things, prioritizing the wellness of our clients and team members. And man, we want to have a lot of fun along the way. Um, we're really proud to serve clients in uh, Kansas and Missouri um, with everything from business formation all the way through uh, buying or selling a business. Um, <clears throat> Jacob, so this is a, a true wildcard question because it's not on here. Um, but if uh, uh, you were a superhero, which superhero would you be when it comes to the deal process itself? Like a, a super or like a super, what my superpower is. Superhero specifically, DC or Marvel only. Oh, man. See, yeah. I'd be Batman because he has all the money in the world. That's right. Always be Batman, everyone. Always, Always be, be Batman. Batman. <laughs> no, that's that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, <clears throat> so let's let's talk about preparing for the deal. Um, 
you know, when it comes to really starting for the deal process, I think it really begins with building your deal team. Um, even if, you know, the meter's not on, so to speak, and you're just having initial conversations. But I think that's that's really where, where it starts. And we'll talk about that in more detail um, next episode. Um, I, I think the second piece is really finding a deal. Um, Jacob, why don't you talk about a little bit about what your process was like when it comes to finding a deal? Yeah, I mean, with finding a deal, it's, you know, looking at your skill set, um, looking at, you know, what you're, you're good at, what your, what your passions are, what, you know, what you can bring to the table to an organization. Because mm-hmm. yeah. so many people think, oh, I just want to find a business and buy it. But, you know, if I was going to go buy a, you know, a, a, a plumbing, a plumbing company, right, I don't even know how to use a plunger. So it's like, that's probably not the best thing that I need to go about doing. You just look it up on YouTube. Yeah, There's there you go. <laughs> but I think, I mean, when it really comes to, you know, finding the deal, it's, it's identifying what your strengths and your weaknesses mm-hmm. are. And, but then it's also just building a lot of relationships and start talking to people, saying, right. I'm looking to buy a business, you know, really be vocal about it. Um, because when that happens, more opportunities start coming to you and yeah. then you can start really put, put, um, really seeing what's out there, what's available to you. But I think it's, it's doing a deep dive into what your skill set is and knowing what you have the capabilities of doing. So you know what you're looking for. Yeah, no, that's great. That's great. And I think that's, that's really key is, is you got to know what kind of deal you're looking for. Um, what you think you're going to be great at, uh, creating value. Um, cause there needs to be some filter on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, just figuring out where to find, you know, sellers if you're on the buy yeah. side. Well, um, I think it, it's, it, I mean, for us, we bought a franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, it's even, even deciding what type of business you're looking right. for, whether it be a franchise concept, whether you want to start it from scratch, or if you want to purchase a, you know, a, a, a older existing company. I think right. it's, it's doing your research though. Yeah. I mean, I think it's diving in and doing a ton of research on the industry you're looking at, the types of businesses that are out mm-hmm. there, you know, really what is kind of there. I actually saw a person the day who just um, basically started a company that he wants to go buy a company. Mm-hmm. And so he actually really was very open about, I want companies that do this much EBITDA. I want um, companies that have been in existence this long, and I want companies that are in these types of industries. And he's publicly put it out there. That's what he's looking for to buy. Yeah, no, that's that's terrific. That's terrific. I think other other great places to to find folks, business brokers, investment bankers, uh, those can often be great places to find businesses, depending on what kind of business you're looking to buy. Uh, similarly, if you're a seller, those can be great places to start. Uh, and, and have those folks help you find a buyer. Um, a lot of times where, you know, the hardest part of getting a deal done is just finding a deal partner. Um, and you know, that's all about connections and networking and finding the right source to get you matched up with somebody that's really quality, um, on the other side of the deal. And I will will say when we bought orange theory, I went about it a little bit different than Mm -hmm. most people because we didn't, I didn't. I didn't invest in finding a business broker or a banker or accountant. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I did a lot of it myself above yeah. in terms of identifying the opportunity. Yeah. And there's all different kinds of successful paths to finding a deal. Um, but that's a critical part of preparing for your deal is finding a deal. Um, you know, next step is maybe the most important part for a lot of folks. Uh, and it's something that they need to make sure they really understand that they plan for time wise, cost wise, et cetera. And that's funding the deal. Um, you know, especially if you're working with a banker, you know, often the banker is the buyer. Um, they're the ones writing the check mm-hmm. that makes the deal close. 
Um, and so, you know, that, that funding piece, that's critical, whether it's investors, you know, frequently it's a mix of, you know, investment capital as well as, uh, as well as, as bank, you know, financing, uh, and sometimes there's other sources as well, you know, savings, uh, et cetera. Yeah. And I think on that is like, um, in our last episode, we talked about relational capital mm. and, yeah. you know, and that's where a lot of this comes into play when funding the deal is being mm-hmm. able to have that relational capital because you don't have to have a million dollars to buy a business. I mean, there are ways to find money and there's right. ways to fund a deal in a lot of different ways, whether it be through an SBA loan, um, whether that be through finding investors or a mixture of the two, a mm-hmm. lot of ways to do it. So, but it's, but if you don't have that relational capital, it's going to be very difficult to fund that deal. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. I, I think, um, a critical part, once you've really found a good, a good funding partner after you found, of course, a good deal partner is those initial negotiations and diligence. Um, you've really got to figure out, is there a deal here? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, are we on the same page? And that kind of goes back to what we talked about last episode briefly about deal makers and deal breakers. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to make sure that you get all the, all the key stuff on the table. Yeah. Don't leave anything yeah. important off. Um, cause the deal's too expensive. Your time's too valuable. And so is the other parties, um, to, to waste time on, on that early process. And, and right along with that, you've got to have some initial diligence. You got to know enough about, you know, the other party, whether it's, you know, are they a credible buyer? Um, if it's the seller, you know, do they have, you know, most of their ducks in the row to make the deal work? Yeah. And I think on that is, is do what you can to try to get face-to-face meeting with, with the company you're looking to buy or the person you're trying to sell to mm-hmm. and come prepared with questions, you know, right. do some research prior to getting there because, and don't, don't, there's no dumb question when it comes to this, because both of you want a deal to get done. You've came to the table for a reason. And that's where that, that initial conversation needs to start happening because you can say really quickly, is there a deal here? Is there not a deal here? Do you not agree on the purchase price? Those mm-hmm. sort of things. And, you know, there's a lot more that goes into that, but I think getting a lot of those, um, big questions out of the way first. So, um, you can quickly know if this is a good deal or a bad deal. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, one of my new taglines and I'm going to put it on t-shirts someday is breakfast. You know, it sounds like breakfast looks like breakfast, but break fast. Um, uh, you want to break a deal as fast as you can, if it's going to break, because that can be the the best way to create value early stage Mm -hmm. is if it's not a good deal break it fast. Yeah. People don't realize how much, Mm -hmm. um, not necessarily dollars that go into that when you're doing a deal, but also just your time, Mm -hmm. you know, you may spend a lot of time investing in, in the, in a deal. And, you know, if you realize you went way too far down this thing to realize it wasn't there, it's it's time you're never going to get back. So it's that initial stuff, that initial timeframe is very, very critical. Absolutely. Absolutely. And when you're talking about planning for timing, um, you had some third parties involved in your deal. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, how long did those take, uh, did it take, you were working with, you know, lenders, you were working with, um, landlords specifically working with a franchisor, um, you know, how long did those interactions take? A lot longer than I anticipated. Um, I think that's where it goes back to a point I said before was being patient yet proactive mm-hmm. because, you know, you're dealing with other people's timelines, not right. yours. But I think it's it's going into those conversations, being realistic, but it's mm-hmm. also knowing who all those third parties are right. that you need to be communicating mm-hmm. with and listing them out and understanding that, you know, you do have your your banker, your investment team, your landlords you may be working with if you're having to um you're having to take over some leases in the in the arrangement 
Mm -hmm. A lot of different third parties out there, but I would make sure you're knowing who all you need to be talking to and then understanding what all needs to be done with those places and with those organizations, those people, what have you, but understanding that you're on their timeline, not yours, but it's also, it's, it's kind of with them is, is knowing when to put the pressure on to kind of keep Mm -hmm. the ball moving, but not enough pressure that it gets them frustrated at you too. Right. Right. No, that's, that's, that's well put. Um, from my perspective, the most important part of the deal process is that first 10%, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that preparing for the deal, that's the most important part of the deal process. Cause if you do that really well, it's going to set up the whole deal process, um, for success, you know, when it comes to building your team, finding a deal, funding the deal, the initial negotiations and mm-hmm. diligence and then planning for the timing with third parties, all of those going into the preparation process are critical. Um, kind of the next phase um, of the deal process is actually, you know, doing the deal. You know, you've gotten to the table, you've outlined, you know, the, the initial negotiations, the initial deal points, and now it's time to start putting pen to paper. Mm-hmm. Um you know, so you've got your initial terms, probably an LOI, sometimes a term sheet, you know, really just something to put in black and white. Here's the key terms. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we sometimes run into folks who want to, um, you know, not take that process in a very detailed fashion. And sometimes that's the right approach. Um, but I'm a big fan of, again, deal makers, deal breakers, make sure they're spelled out clearly, make sure they're all in the same place so that everybody's on the same page. Um, as you're going through that process. Yeah. And I'd say one thing too, and that, that first 10%, try to keep emotion out of it. Mm. Um, because so many times you want to rush it, um, because you're excited, you want to get it done, you know, let's, let's go, 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 go. But you need to take that emotion out of it and think about it from, you know, realistic standpoint, you know, from a business standpoint, making the best decisions in the process. No, absolutely. That's great. That's great. Um, from, from the LOI, you're frequently going into additional negotiations and diligence. Um, the due diligence process is all about learning about the company from the buy side, from the sell side. It's all about making sure that the buyer is, is really well informed about what it is that they're buying. Um, so it's a really crucial process and it's important that it's done really, really well. Um, but that process will typically go on throughout the entire deal process, often right up until closing. Um, but the critical pieces is to make sure, you know, the skeletons where the body's buried, um, <laughs> that all that stuff is out on the table early so that if there's any surprises, people find out about them and you can go on about your business or more importantly, figure out how to deal with them. Well, and something on that yeah. too is, is lean on your partners, um, mm-hmm. lean on your, your attorney, lean on your accountant, lean on your investment team, your bankers. And because you don't need to know all of this. Um, You need to be aware of all of it and you need to be organized. Like I had mentioned earlier, because you are the quarterback of the deal. But you know, if I'm a quarter, if I'm speaking in football terms, because we're in football season, (laughs) I'm not an offensive, I'm not an offensive lineman. You know, I'm not the center. I'm the quarterback, but I know I trust them for them to what their job they're Mm -hmm. doing. And that's what you need to make sure through this process is you don't have to know everything, but you need to know what parties are you working with? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, the last part of doing the deal is the documentation. We'll cover that in a lot of detail later on. Um, you know, deals have a lot of paper floating around. Um, way too much. paper. <laughs> Ecological. Well, well, well put, well put. We plant trees now when we close our deals. Um, it's a new thing we just started doing. It's really cool. It's really fun. I have a blast. Um, like I'll tell you more about it later. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Legitimately. We have a, a charity we planted 500 deals or 500 trees on with our last deal. It was, it was really fun. Um, yeah. Um, 
so, so in terms of doing the deal, you know, making sure that that LOI, that term sheet's really well nailed down, you know, making sure that, um, additional negotiations and diligence, um, really take place effectively, uh, and being aware of the documentation, uh, kind of the last phase that we'll talk about here is finishing the deal. Uh, and this is really about two, two, two items. Um, one is closing, which is pretty straightforward. That's where you bring everybody together. Um, you know, ideally virtually, you know, you exchange signatures, you know, all the closing deliveries, uh, deliverables are, are provided. Um, and then you go into post closing and that's something that I think people think of the deal process as ending at closing, but really it's just a different, it's just a different beginning. Um, Jake, why don't you talk for a moment about, you know, what the post closing process was like for you on the buy side? Oh, I mean, yeah, that's, it's kind of thinking back on that kind of gives me some PTSD um, <laughs> because it was a lot of work to get the deal done. And, you know, you, yes, I do think you need to take time to celebrate that mm-hmm. when the deal gets done, but you know, once that post closed, I mean, now, now the rubber hits the road. I mean, this is where you are now in the driver's seat of this business that you just bought, or even when you sold the business, you know, there, there's a transition of, of, you know, knowledge. There's a lot of different things that happen in that place, but you know, in the post closing, I I mean, it is, it's when the rubber hits the road. I mean, yeah, getting the deal done is, is, is part one, um, among many, 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 many <laughs> other parts, uh, to a business. Yep. Yep. No, that's, that's great. Well, thank you all for joining us for this, uh, for this episode. Um, you know, it was great to talk about how the deal process works, particularly, you know, preparing for the deal, doing the deal, uh, and finishing the deal. Uh, Jacob, what's your number one thought? You hope we'll stick with folks for today. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's, it's funding the deal because if you ain't got the funding, you ain't got a deal. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> uh, and I think mine is uh, really own that first 10%. That's really, really important. That first 10% of the deal. Um, make sure that gets done really, really well because it sets up everything else for success. Um, my wellness tip uh, this time is take a break. Plan breaks during the deal process. The deal process takes a long time. Um, it's a lot of work uh, and you need to make sure you take breaks. And when you take breaks, give yourself something to do. Um, nature abhors a vacuum. It's not a great place to take rest, to have nothing to do. Um, it's much more effective in my experience to give yourself something really healthy to do during that time so that your brain has somewhere to go. Cause otherwise your brain will go directly back to your deal. Uh, thank you all for joining us next time. Uh, we'll address the question of how long will your deal take? Spoiler alert. It's going to take a long time. Thank you for joining us today. For future episodes, please subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And please check out our website at www.goformanlaw.learning. slash